Welcome to Touched and Empowered, a show created to empower individuals to value their lives by hosting think tank discussions that will inspire positive action. Touched and Empowered with Katie and Ace starts now. Yeah, you can't output well because we get to the point as to where we're doing so much output for work that we party on the weekends because we're celebrating that we don't have to do work for anyone else. We could do something for ourselves, but we're forgetting about the self-care part. Yeah, it, oh my God. So this week was intense, right? And I'm gonna share this, right? So I'm wearing glasses right now because we, I wanna give my eyes a rest, my contacts. Um, one, two, so it was, it was a pretty intense week for me. I had, let's see, I did, uh, I actually chose to do this to kind of amp myself up. I did some awesome religious activities and challenged myself, which is great. Then I knew because I actually did know. So Thursday, yesterday, I was at the LA magazine, LA style magazine awards, right? Right. I remember you telling me about that. Thank you. And I needed to be on point. So I wanted to make sure my energy was full. The day before that, I was speaking at an event, right? So I needed to make sure I was on point then too. So my energy needed to be up. I needed to make sure my self-care was good. I needed to make sure my energy was clear, right? I was asked to go out twice that weekend. And I remember thinking, oh, hell no. (laughs) I love you but I will die if I go out with you this weekend and not re- take those days to recharge. Right. Think about and inspire myself on what to do in regards to the speech that I'm going to be giving. And then also be ready for this amazing event. By the way, the tickets were not cheap tickets. So if you're going, you're really investing your energy and your time. And I respect anyone who puts a $1,500 price on a ticket, to be honest, because it means you're serious. You're like, uh uh-uh, no, like you're coming here. If you put in 1,500, that means you're leaving with more than that in value. Right. And it's not just the value of the experience, but the connections to the people that you spoke with and the connections that you make with people you might not have spoken with, but saw you and then we'll reach out to you later. Yeah, but familiarity, knowing that they've seen you before, right? right? Like for instance, I never thought I would meet the California state treasurer <laughs> at that event. Like who knew? I mean, shoot. But she was, and she's such a wonderful lady. I was so impressed by her. It was so funny. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote her by the way. Okay. She gets on the stage and she's like, says Trisha Love, who is the CEO and editor of LA Style Magazine, speaks directly to her and she's like, are you sure you want me to come to this event? Like, I have a bag that's from Ross. I have like a, I have this from Goodwill. Like, these are things that I got on sale over yonder. Let, no, paraphrasing, she doesn't use those words. Right. But like, she's saying this and I'm like, that's so relatable as I'm sitting there in my Jimmy Choo shoes. And like, she's talking. <laughs> And expressing how like LA Style Magazine is going through a transformation because it's becoming more heart-centered and sustainable as well as being that advocate for people who go through adversity and really move their lives, not necessarily for the money, don't get me wrong, the money is great, but it is only the resource to help you 
create a bigger impact, right? Right. And she shares this. And when she said Ross, I was like, all right, I trust you. What do you need? Yeah. <laughs> because she instantly made it relatable to everybody in the audience, no matter what background they came from, no matter where they got the fabulous outfit they were wearing for that day. At some point in time, nine, I'm going to say 99.9% .9 of everyone has heard of Ross or any of these other stores that are the less than department stores. <laughs> they're, they're actually like, they're a specific type of department store, but like uh, that actually has a, they, so those, those, um, those stores actually have a nonprofit adjunct, which is really interesting. I didn't know Ross had an adjunct. Most of them do. They have some type of adjunct, um, usually hidden, because how could you find Betsy Johnson shoes for that price? Like I found them for 20 bucks and I went, hmm, how, how this is 125 if I go to the outlet store? Like, well, yes. And I, and I do remember going into those stores and seeing tags from higher end stores mm -hmm. at a discounted price getting them from Ross or one of these other Ross-like places. Right. But I figured that was just a business agreement between Ross and that higher-end store to move products so new stuff could come into that higher-end store. To a degree, yes. But there is something about that. Um, I know that Walmart definitely has that. Uh, I know, and, and I could be wrong, feel free to research. And then ladies and gentlemen, you may comment. Leave us say, comments. You can say, Ace, you were wrong. This is why. You know, and it's fine. Cool, you know, yeah. thanks for the information. Um, but I also love the fact, not only was she relatable, she didn't do it for the purpose of being relatable. She did it for the purpose of being authentic. Like that was her, <laughs> that, was, yes. that was just her. This is like, this is how she is. And I was like, thank you. This is why you win. This is why you win woman. Because when you're authentic and you're being so bluntly who you are, people can trust you. Yeah. And and the fact that she was from it's from what it sounds like, I wasn't there, so I don't know, but from what you're telling me, what it sounds like is that she was unapologetical about it too. She's like, this is just who I am. I'm just gonna speak it, I'm just gonna go. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, so what? Oh, and she wore the coolest freaking jacket too. I'm wearing so <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna share. I love fashion. Like fun, fun facts. I know I'm wearing like a marble tunic and whatnot, but I really love fashion. Do I need to wear something that costs a million dollars every day? I don't need to. It would be nice, maybe. And I don't I don't need to. <laughs> I'm gonna smile on that one. But <laughs> I just want to be comfortable. Right. I also believe, and I also really appreciate smart, very integrity-based fashion. For instance, I go to this event and I get styled by a stylist at Intermix. I love Intermix clothing. And they have everything there. Alexander McQueen, like all those, all, all those big name designers. But the big name part isn't what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's nice. And it makes right. sense how, it, uh, how like they're styles their fashion items how those translate to the brand that makes sense but it's not the name so I remember I went to a I went to 
I, it wasn't Intermix. Uh, I forgot where it was, but I, I had a stylist and a manager back in the day when I was, um, when I was in influencing and we didn't know what kind of influencer I was going to be, but we knew I love fashion. So I get this fashion, um, fashion show and my manager tells me to get these Alexander McQueen, sh- like boots, booties. Mm-hmm. The heel, I freaking fell in love with the heel. The heel looked like it belonged in a Tim Burton movie. Oh, nice. Right? Looked like it belonged there. Now, what was really cool about it looking like it belonged there was the fact that when you see something curved, mm-hmm. don't you always feel like if it's curved, you're going to fall? Yes. It gives the illusion of being unstable. Right. I wore that thing. That was the most stable shoe I ever wore in my life. It was. <laughs> it took me a second to recognize it. The curve actually followed the Fibonacci sequence. You know, like the snail shell? Nice. Perfectly, just perfectly. And I went, that is understandably why this is incredible fashion and why it's an $1,800 shoe. Not knowing the price tag, I'm still ecstatic about the fact that somebody was able to create that. See what I mean? That's what I'm looking for. That's actually what I look for. I'm looking for something where I'm like, there is something about art, right? That when you see it, you feel something. Like you feel good, usually. You feel inspired. You feel like you can take a new action the next day. It's the energy of it. For instance, that's the dress I wore yesterday. Um, The dress I wore yesterday (laughs) was Soulless London. It's green. I'm so you sorry. I see a little bit of green with black accents, but then you've got. Well, no, uh, oh, that was. We're gonna keep the blur because um. <laughs> I am so sorry to whoever gave me that feeling. Anyways, so look at this skirt. Doesn't it look like a cool watermelon? Yes, it does. Right, it's a vintage skirt, and I found it. Guess how much I bought it for? All right, sixty-five. Okay. And. Only because it looks kind of like something I saw in a magazine, 150. Thank you. It is worth, in my opinion, I haven't even checked it, based off the quality, based off the fact that I've felt high fashion, based off the fact that it's so incredibly well constructed to fit an A-line. This should go for a good grand, a good like 900. Got it for 10 bucks. <laughs> we love a deal. <laughs> at the Melrose Trading Post. It was just like, you know, it's it's a statement piece and it's beautiful. And you know what? And I don't think the price tag really matters in this case because it's how you feel when you wear it. 100%. So in regards to the price, don't get me wrong. Sometimes the reason why the price is there for good reason um, there is a lot of value that goes into a design of an outfit. Oh, absolutely. And, there's the time, there's mm-hmm. the material, there's the skill on constructing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the only reason I have any authority on this at all is because I watch a whole bunch of Project Runway <laughs> and I've I seen it. them struggle with making some beautiful pieces. It's so incredible. I, I used to watch Project Runway when it was like a when it would marathon and then I remember they Netflix came out with their own it's called next in fashion which is pretty good 
I, I like it. I really like it. You can tell it's Netflix. Um, it has a fresh I might be energy. one of the few people who don't have Netflix, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so that's okay. That's okay. I mean, once they kind of did the whole like, all right, we can't share passwords anymore, and not many people do. Um, <laughs> so I see the fashion on there. It's really amazing. Um, I actually love, all right, so I love fashion. Actually, one of the executives I worked on, worked with on it when uh, during one of my first jobs here in LA mm -hmm. was with uh, Fashion Police. By the way, I feel so bad. I should stop showing you the pile <laughs> dress that I wore this evening. We're gonna just like hmm, keep that there. Uh, <laughs> so I worked with her. Uh, worked with them, and I love Joan Rivers. I also I just. Uh, being a fashion designer was one of my first young desires or like mm -hmm. young dreams and I just remember sewing something once and going uh <laughs> and um mm -mm, no it's it's okay but I I have an eye I have an eye for fashion which I've always loved um when it comes to other people if I'm in the mood to style, I can. That's nice. But I don't want to be paid for that. I feel like there are people out there that have better taste than I do. And I can totally defer to them. Yes. On how yeah. I mean, but, I I worked with somebody who helped me figure out some of the style that works well with my skin color and my body type and everything else like that. And it was a very good investment. And I learned a lot from her. And I greatly appreciate everything that I learned, even though it took me about eight months to slowly convert my closet <laughs> from stuff that does not do me justice to stuff that not only does me justice, but is comfortable to wear. Yeah, it's also confidence boosting, right? Yes. It's like you feel good in what you're wearing and sometimes we just pick whatever's there, right? I, I, so, all right. So funny enough. Okay. Maybe we'll, 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 I'll send you the photo of what I wore last night. We can do that. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And I never wear that. Usually, right? Like who else is going to a red carpet for, for like, um, and wearing that outfit to work the next day? Like no one does that. <laughs> right. So I, I, one of my clients, I will eventually do a red carpet event just so I can have the experience. Oh, I'm bringing you. We're doing it. So I, <laughs> we're doing it. Uh, so I go to, um, uh, so my CPA has known me for years. He is actually one of my clients now, right? As one of my transformation mm -hmm. coaching clients. So he's, he's not sure what he's going to wear to this thing. And I find out what I'm going to wear. Mm -hmm. He's known me for three years. He's seen me build, fail, and deliver many different types of business strategies or um, corporations, building companies, things like that. He's seen me do the range of things as a businesswoman, right? right. He's never seen me in a dress that makes me look like a model. He, you know, <laughs> like he's never seen this. So he sees this and he's just like, I'm going to tell you right now, this is why I don't normally dress like this in public. 
because then you won't actually hear what I'm saying if you're watching what I'm looking like instead of understanding my brain. Just be there. I, <laughs> I am going to laugh and I'm going to say one, never had that problem. I don't think You know what, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this the way I'm going to say it. And yes, this does fall underneath of self-deprecation, but I'm mm -hmm. saying it to be a smart ass. Okay. All right. So Even in my wedding dress, I could not have stopped traffic. Except people will go, oh, that was a big blob of white. Oh, oh, honey. <laughs> but that's okay. I felt fabulous in it, but I know that I did not look like a supermodel. I am too fluffy to be a supermodel i'm too short to be a supermodel and i am not okay with that not anymore not anymore so if you watch next in fashion right now the second season has delivered all body types oh okay prove they me wrong they don't like just it. have to go ahead i said prove me wrong i like being proven wrong in this in this aspect it thank you i actually am so grateful for this too so i remember i'm five two right there was no way that i was going to become a fashion model that's right. what i thought like i'm too short oh darn okay and then there were people that were trying to go against the grain another woman was trying to create a um a fashion show for women of all body types mm -hmm. about four years before the show i thought it was a brilliant idea i didn't know i'd be walking in it but i did awesome yes thank you thank you no clue then I see this on Netflix and I'm like, oh, this was right after the whole body image issue with Victoria's Secret, right? right. Remember the fact that they did the pivotal move on a Netflix series to put women of all body types on this runway for these designers to design for. One of the most amazing things I've ever seen. So yes, you can still be a model, my love. That is something that I will do by the time I am 50 then. Oh my God, that sounds old. Okay, that is something I'm going to do in the next seven years. That doesn't sound so old. <laughs> but okay, in the next seven years, yes. That's okay. Yes. 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 <sighs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. But age yeah. just hit me like mm. it's amazing how something doesn't like register until you say it out loud. So oh my gosh, somebody. <laughs> All right, and and yeah, so and yes, in reference to the comments that I made earlier, I now have clothes that fit my body type and I look damn good in them. Mm. Yes. There it is. I know. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, you know, that, that was actually something I struggled with. I know that sounds like, woe is me, bullshit. Well, okay, at some point in time, again, assumption, everyone struggles to find something that they feel comfortable in that they look good at. Thank Unless you. you happen to have a designer on a regular basis set up your closet for you, your body's still gonna change throughout your life because we're not all the same size as we were when we were two. Right, and we're gonna evolve. Um, 
what I, what I was going to say was like, there's probably a lot of women out there that probably will, will, uh, they're probably going to make comments about Katie. How dare you say stuff like that? But you know what? Bring it on. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think Katie, you, you have a point. There was like, um, all right. So I'm going to say that there was a lot of women out there that identify with, you know, body shaming, regardless if you're gorgeous, pretty, ugly, and you're not ugly. Yeah, <laughs> you're yes, not. There, ugly. there was always something in society in some magazine. Someone said something, and you took it as shame exactly exactly and that's just how it went and for me I was really tired of people not seeing how smart I was mm -hmm. I was really annoyed by that so that you know what I ended up doing I got glasses bigger than this which did not help by the way it's amazing what we do though so then that way people can we can project the image that we want other people to see and I stopped caring about like putting myself together in a dress, putting myself together in like um in in like pants that fit. Or and I would just like wear sneakers and I would just or a hoodie or something, right? And I would I, just wear that because I was like, you know what? Maybe they'll figure it out if I don't show it off. Apparently it worked for my CPA because he had no idea until he saw saw the designer shoes on the red carpet it was just like you've been a woman this entire time so sorry <laughs> I've had so many guy friends tell me that one and it's ugh, you know that was when I like claimed my power and I was like I'm gonna be seen differently and I, I it, you know sometimes being seen differently doesn't always mean being different in a way to like not show who you truly are like who I truly am I accepted somebody to select that dress for me. I accepted somebody to select those shoes for me. I accepted being the person to get the hair team in, in motion. I, you know, all of that, right? And I was like, yay, I get to be me in this dress, in these shoes, understanding that I appreciate everything I'm wearing. Right. And because of that, it probably, again, my opinion, it probably boosted the outer appearance of your confidence and Hopefully. made you even more attractive than you strutting your stuff in a pair of jeans and comfortable shoes. Thank you. Additionally, thank you. Thank you. I agree with that. I knew I looked good. I knew it. Like I <laughs> knew it. One, two. I remember my model days. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I haven't pulled that card out in a while, <laughs> I was I was gonna be I was excited for the shock and awe. Well, it's fun to do the shock and awe, and even if it's just like in okay, in my case, when I was in Egypt, and um, we had one night that was a theme it was supposed to be like shimmer glimmer and then somehow turned into goddess god whatever anyways everyone was dressing up for it and i didn't really have anything of a shimmery material except for i will own this a pair of romper pajamas that was a shimmer fuchsia okay 
So I wore that with a black lace robe over top of it. Okay. And strutted my stuff and owned it. And I got so many compliments because of the fact that I held my head up high. I felt comfortable wearing it. And the laughs that I got when I said I'm comfortable because I'm wearing my pajamas just made it so much more fun. <laughs> right? It's just, it's like the fun of the outfit. I thought it was like, yes. it, it, that's an important part of it. I think. Because yeah, if you're not comfortable wearing it, it doesn't matter how fabulous you look. At you it. won't feel, you won't feel great. I'm going to say that right now. You will not feel great in the outfit that you're going to wear, even if it looks amazing. If you're not comfortable. Because you have to be comfortable in your own skin first. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, I'm not going to lie. In the beginning of it, I was really nervous because I haven't seen this crowd before. It's an LA award show. Don't get me wrong, though. The LA award show that I went to was not the normal LA award show. So I felt really safe by maybe the second or third award that was given out. And then I could just walk around, strut, be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, understand it wasn't a snobby crowd. These were people that like had full in- full integrity. Everyone in that room that I was like connecting with and feeling such beautiful. There, there was, you know, a, a, there's a woman, her first name is Erska. I don't know her last name. She has 8 million follow- followers on, uh, on Instagram and she received an award. She is a body acceptance model. So she is also not nice. the normal double zero. Right? Yeah. Isn't that I wonderful? like that title? I like that title, body acceptance model. That is awesome. She, oh, wait, wait, I'll send you her Instagram after this. She is a fantastic woman. And she really started like, she had so much courage to go against the grain of the fashion industry and say to them, this is what I look like. Mm-hmm. eight million followers now so she gets to command that right absolutely and she really cares about her community she really really creates that impact and that's you know that's a true leader in my eyes somebody who understands like we can't keep hurting people to make them fit this thing that they want us to be yeah there is And that was from my perspective, that's what all of the models in the magazines and on, you know, we said Victoria's Secret, you know, all the models on Victoria's Secret and all these other runway shows and everything else like that is they were all very similar in physical structure and, and appearance. And for somebody who does not fit that cookie mold, that cookie cutter, Mm -hmm. you know, it was disheartening oh yeah but then we find other ways to build that confidence that self-image that we have Mm -hmm. to where it's I'm gonna own it because I'm comfortable in it and I like and love myself for who I am yes and that is beautiful I not gonna lie I uh Hopefully this doesn't become a body shame thing, but I, I've never gone above a four or six in size. Um, There's no shame in that, honey. Thank you. So anytime I talk about weight, I feel like I can never talk about weight. 
because some people get a little angry about it. They're like, I wish I was this that, blah, blah. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, you have no idea how long it takes for me to gain weight. Like, I'm just like sitting here like. Okay. Yes, and a lot of people talk about weight. They talk about the excess weight. Mm. But there's also weight for the people who do not have enough weight. The people who are too thin, who are unhealthy skin and bones okay so i i joke about my fluff and my curves and everything else like that but i've had friends who were anorexic and had other eating disorders and everything like that and were too thin you're huggable that's what my son says he says i'm squishy I don't always feel huggable. I, I know I'm huggable, but like, you know, like it's just. Well, it, it, and there's, I'm going to joke about this because my son's boyfriend is really, really, really tall. And I was talking about being short earlier. He is the only person that I've ever met who like can hold his arm out like this. And I don't even come up to the bottom of his arm. So when he gives a hug, it's like literally being encased. I feel like a little kid getting hugged by, you know, the Jolly Green Giant. It's just one of those really big encompassing hugs and it's so comfortable. Oh, there was a joke yesterday <laughs> about that. They were like, some, oh, goodness, I'm so sorry to LA Style Magazine. I will one day just like download the program in my brain and just spit out the people. <laughs> but there was a comedian that came up on stage and talked about hugging. And he was like, you know, he was 6'2". If you're mm-hmm. five. Male, sorry, bro. We don't do the hugs here. And I was like, why? He's like, because it feels weird having you in my chest. Right. And he was like, it's a tap, tap, let go. Like, that's how we do this. We tap, tap, go. And then there are times when people don't do, they tap, tap, and they never go. <laughs> and like, Y'all didn't get this rule? Like, this is really weird. And I, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's what my son's boyfriend says. He goes, it's awkward because, you know, the other person doesn't want to let go, but I don't, you know, I need, to let go but they don't want to let go of me because they like hugging me because i'm so big because i'm so tall that makes sense that makes sense i've been told people think i'm so cute that they want to just hug the shit out of me i had a friend in high school (laughs) who was four nine i think she was four nine maybe four ten i mean she she was tiny Mm. and i used to call her (laughs) Mary, I absolutely love you. She was my pocket friend. Oh, she was so cute. I just wanted to pick her up and put her in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've gotten that one. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, sometimes, like, I could just mother. <laughs> I've had people like, uh, back in the day, now I'm like, it's okay. I trust the people that I'm around nowadays. You, you can hug me. Right. Back then I did it. So it was kind of like one of those like people wanted to like just hug me and just hold me. And I it's like it's like, oh what a cute little puppy. I want to hug it. So <laughs> cute. But the puppy didn't want to be hugged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will admit that there were times where you know I, I know that I am fluffy, I'm very squishable, and I am very comfortable to lean against. I have mm. been told that I make a good pillow by mm. several people. excellent but there was a point in time where it was like I didn't want anyone to hug me 
because I was uncomfortable in my skin. I didn't like the way I saw myself in the mirror. It wasn't that there was anything wrong. It was that the language, the, what I was telling myself about what the image was, was inaccurate. Mm, okay, that's, yeah, it's good. And th- I mean, you'll, you'll, I've seen a couple posts on social media where the ones that I like right now are the ones where there is like an elderly person looking in the mirror and the person looking back at them is themselves in their 20s because they are still young at heart. Oh, that's beautiful. It's like for me- all about having the conversation with your reflection. It's true. I feel like, <laughs> you know, I love that you're saying that the the dialogue, right? Your right. internal dialogue of who you are. For me, I think at the time, I, I, I was still going through PTSD. So I don't want anyone touching me. Like I almost hit somebody in the face by just grabbing my arm because I think they thought I like was like just wobbly. Yeah, and they were just like trying to help or something, but somebody grabbed my arm and I literally somehow had all the self-control to not turn and uppercut the person. And they were like above six foot. I, I don't I don't mean to laugh, but I'm just picturing you in like five two and this like six foot person and you trying to reach up to get <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a pure Mario move. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but that was the image that I had in my mind. It's okay. You know, it's fine. But no, you're right. The good, there are times that, you know, because of that inner dialogue of everything else that's going on, we don't want anything external to touch us. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it's like, for example, when I was in a really foul mood, it didn't matter if it was my son, if it was my husband, if it was my mom, I didn't want anyone to give me a hug. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't until maybe like three years ago that I let people hug me. Maybe two. Unless it was my significant other or yeah, no, that was it. That was it. <laughs> it's like my only source of hug and animals. Animal hugs are fabulous. Because yeah. there's no judgment there. No, no, they just love you. Yeah, they just love you. They just want somebody to hug them, scratch them, kiss them, whatever. That's it. And I'm going to say we need more of that. Judgment-free support. Thank you for joining us. We hope that the discussion today will inspire you to take positive action in your life. Until next week, be empowered.